This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone, Robbo here. You're listening to the Blues Focus podcast. Keep right on. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, and finally, thank you for taking the time to download this content, whether it be on a podcast or you've been having a look on YouTube. Firstly, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think the last last few months have helped, but it's been an absolute joy and from my point of view, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster, but yeah, it wouldn't change it for the world. So yeah, before we get stuck in, uh, Tom, how are you, mate? I'm very good, thank you. You, mate? Yep, very well, very well. Busy but good. And uh, Romper Stomper, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks, bud. All good. Hi, Birmingham fans. This is Jamie at Fans Favorite. We produce football scarves inspired by classic shirt designs. And we're the new sponsor of the Blues Focus podcast. We're offering you 10% off using the promo code BLUESFOCUS10. Our latest Birmingham City scarf is inspired by the classic kit worn for part of the 1992 season. We know this is a bit of a Marmite shirt amongst Blues fans, but we see the beauty in all shirts. Go check it out at www.fansfavourite.co.uk. Hi Blue fans, Marlon King here. You're listening to the Blues Focus podcast keep right on right let's get involved okay um christ again it feels like it's eternity since we've uh, we've done one of these um yeah i think Bo, you'd absolutely alluded to the fact as soon as he was safe he was going to going to try a few uh, of the fringe players and he, and he certainly dis- didn't disappoint on that one yeah. i think i think <laughs> we went beyond bingo i don't even know what that is yeah um i think more of a sort of a sweepstake he went for rather than bingo um <clears throat> so all joking aside, I think it's really, really important that he did have a look. And I think some people may say that um, it's a lot of pressure on players that have to deliver in two games. Nature of the beast. And I think, you know, if you can find people with the minerals to deliver across those, you've got some players on your hands for next season. So just just on that, Tom, I mean, the two games, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty heavy defeats. But what, we, what was your take on the two games? Um what it's basically what I expected sort of I think the only surprise was how first team you know how many first team players both Blackburn and Cardiff actually put in their starting 11s you know 
Mick McCarthy was similar to Bowyer and said he was going to try a few fringe players. Ended up trying one. One. <laughs> which I was like, okay, a few. That's not quite one. Uh, but make of it what you will. I think they came to get some points, to be honest. Um, you know, make, make him look a bit better. Um, and then, you know, you yeah. look at the Blackburn game. Mowbray needed that victory. Um, so I, I did always expect Blackburn to win because I think they've got some crazy run at the moment where it's like one victory in 12 games, something like that, 13 yeah. games maybe. They were in really, really poor form. So they, they needed it. Um, and if we're playing, a, which was an even more youthful side than the Cardiff game, I thought, um if we're playing that youthful side, then I don't expect us to win. And fair play the fact that we actually got two goals from the game. I, I didn't expect us to score yeah. either. So um no, it was it was good and there was a few little sparks that we can talk about, I suppose, young youngster wise, particularly names like Ryan Sturk, um, who everyone seems impressed by so far. I think if he's developed in the right way then he could be a decent player. Uh, it really just depends, but there's something there. Mari mm. Miller, obviously, we've covered him yeah. before. Um, definitely something there. Um, Nico Gordon was okay against Blackburn. I think he kind of just, you know, faded out towards the end. Um, but no, there was there was some promising signs here and there, and it's good. It's always good to see some uh, youngsters get given a game anyway. But Seddon, actually, I thought, played very well against Blackburn. Um, he needed a decent performance. So I think he's been under a bit of pressure lately, but that's 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 it from yeah. me, to be honest. Carl, anybody out the across the two games, you think that there is a little bit of hope there, or do you think it was sort of a valuable lesson just so we can maybe reset for next season? I think it was definitely a valuable lesson. Um, you know, like Bo said in in every interview he's done since we were safe, you know. He came in and effectively he had a, that core squad of 20 players that he was going to use to, to get survival, which he did. And once we were safe, that was it, you know. And I think he's learned who he can look at to push out and loan maybe out of those youngsters next season, yeah. um, who is going to be worth keeping and keeping around the squad and who also out of the senior players, um, he may look to, to move out. Yeah. Um, for me, I think, you can tell that Seds is definitely above the other under-23s or, or the other youngsters. You can definitely tell that he's been playing more regular first-team football, either yeah. with us or or at Wimbledon. Um, and, I, and I agree with Tom. I think he was great against Blackburn. He really stepped it up. Um, Ryan Sturk, again, was brilliant, I think. I think he's kind of hopefully looks like he can develop into a bit of an all-rounder yeah. rather than a, either an out-and-out hard man or an out-and-out ball player. Looks like he can have it all. Yeah. Um, and I also think that um, Zach Jaycock outplayed Connell Truman as well in the two games, to be fair. Truman okay, that. was really poor. Truman was awful. <clears throat> I felt um, bad for him. Yeah. You'd have to say that out of the two, you'd probably want to keep Zach. Um, yeah. Or send, at least send Zach out on loan. Uh, and maybe Connell kind of, that could be it maybe for, for his time at Blues. But, um, but yeah, definitely Amari Miller, Seds and uh, Sturk I'd like to see more of. Um, and I, I feel a bit for Simmons as well when he came on because he yeah. didn't really, you know, we were all really excited to see him and he didn't really have a lot to do. <laughs> didn't really have Baptism a chance to get involved. Fire. Yeah, exactly. Coming on at four or five, two down. But um, I think it's really positive and I think people need to realise that it's just an extended pre-season. I get that people want to win, want to finish the season strongly, but we just won seven out, or 
um, only lost one in eight. You know, come on, you've got to give him a stick. But he was told to keep us up. He kept us yeah. up. That was his requisite. That was it. So, um, so yeah, but certainly think that we, uh, we've got a solid base to build off now over the summer. Yeah, and, and I think that, I think everybody, me included, um, when things start to go slightly wrong, most, you know, in, in any any season, it's like getting the kids in. And, and it's like, well, we've just done that. And truth be told, most of them probably have got a little bit to do. I think if we're, if we're being honest, no, forget the, forget the results. It's about, did anybody really stamp their authority as an individual on those games? Um, I'd agree Seds needed to, because, um, you know, he did get a run in, in the, what I'd class as the, the team, the proper team. Um, uh, he did okay, but quite rash at times, a bit hot-headed, didn't come across somebody he could rely on maybe. Um, so I'm glad that he put a shift in. And I think that, I think he's one that will stay in and around the, the, that squad without doubt. Um, but yeah, I think the preseason for him is going to be going to be huge. Yeah, going back to the keepers, um, Prieto. I don't know what the crack is with him. I don't know what Tom. What contracts is he on? Do you know? I think he's got a two-year deal. Because um, word on the street is he's on a wedge. Uh, he, which... He's on a two-year deal, and I think he's on. I don't think he's on as much as what was published, but I yeah. do think he's on a fair bit for a second keeper yeah um, which again is you know it, it's yeah. it, it, it every penny counts for us i think we'll move him on if we can yeah well yeah it, it's just can we i think i think that's yeah. the key it may, it may be that we move he him didn't on he didn't even give him a chance in the final two games no. so i don't think he stands a chance at all yeah i think we could be into paying his wages wherever he goes or a fraction of his wages wherever he goes and you know, you don't want, and I know it sounds harsh, but you don't want sort of just Deadwood knocking around the place. It, it's just, it, it's not good for him, and it's not good for, it's not good for the team that, you know, somebody bursts through the ranks and they're on next to nothing. You've got a keeper that's got his feet up on probably four times as much each week. So, I think that's a problem you need to sort. Jay Cock, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I like him. He's got a really good reputation. Uh, as a as a talent, he, he has ever since he's sort of been been at the been at the club. So maybe maybe he fits that number two role. It, it's England a big ask. youth international as well. It, exactly, yeah. mate. Exactly. So, it, and do you know what? After all of that, the horror story of Karanka and looking at those plays and thinking, my God, where's it coming from? It does go to show that you ship them out the team, and all of a sudden we're thinking. <laughs> come back <laughs> it is honestly in in the I'm not going to go into how many years but it's a lot I cannot remember and me absolutely on front and centre here just how opinions have changed you know really just no time you know gone from a bunch of misfits that you know wouldn't lace the boots of most of the other sides that, that we've I mean we talk about the side that stayed up when Caddy scored and we're, we're, we're into saying, you know, half that team would get in front. And to be honest, on paper, what we've got should and obviously was good enough. So <clears throat> I, I think that Bowie's learned a lot. De- definitely a valuable, valuable experience those last two games. I, I, I'm with you, Tom. I, I, when we got the first goal uh, against Blackburn, I messaged my mates and said, just pile into Blackburn, just pile in. Because there, yeah. there were six to four when we won. They were still favourites when we won the up. And, um, I'm not surprised. I didn't. I didn't get involved, and then obviously ten minutes later, I'm like, yeah, that would have been a nice sort of 
well, no, 12 quid in, in my ass pocket, but um, but it does go to show that um, he has got a very good nucleus now. Uh, and Carl, I think you're right. He's got some he's got some work to do to either get some of those kids out on loan. And I think the reason Seds, as, as you said, is, is, is sort of probably stood out is because he's had time at Portsmouth and he's obviously very well thought of. Interesting one for me will be Odin Bailey. Yeah. I'm um, really excited for him to come. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he got a little bit of a Mario Miller about him just, just from being a little bit lightweight. Um, and hopefully this season, because, uh, you know, he's been a mainstay. Hopefully he will have come on for that. Um, and I do think Bowie will be looking closely at him. Uh, he has to. Uh, so that that's a little bit of a bonus. Cosgrove, um, yeah. He not- just needs development. I think that's what's key because there's a player there. It just needs to be developed right. And we definitely, I, it's not me saying, oh, we shouldn't reinforce up front. Uh, we should just try and develop Cosgrove. I do think we need to reinforce up front, especially when you look statistically, this is our worst goal scoring season in 10 years, even worse than this, the 17, 18 season when we had Redknapp and Cottrell and we were lowest scorers, joint lowest scorers in the division with Burton Albion on 38 and this season we only scored 37 so yeah and, and I think you also need to c- consider that Hogan he, he, I wouldn't say he's injury prone but he ain't, you ain't going to get a full season out of him because he, he's never done that no um, but he'll do a fair few games no he will I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's yeah. absolutely front he's got to be like you know he, he's he's in the starting 11 100% it, it's just you, you've got to legislate for historically he's, ne- he's never been fit for an extended period of time I think Juki, because of the way he plays, he's going to get lumps kicked out of him every week. And there's only so many times that you can, you've got to have something else. And I think having four, you know, Chuck Cosgrove in there, and I wouldn't put Leco in as, a, as one of the attacking players. I'd certainly maybe look, look to him in, the, in that midfield area, perhaps. So, yeah, I, I think there is an argument. To, and, we, and I mean, I think it was one of the first podcasts we did, um, lads, where... You know, we're picking names out of League One and League Two, um, either kids with a point to prove or people that have done it for a long time that are coming to the end of the contract or are now free agents where they've still got a bit of hunger, something to prove. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens on, on that front. Um, so I think that, that leads quite nicely into, Carl, just on priorities, I guess, as, as we go into the to the new season. Um well, first of all, lone players, who do you think will stay, if any? And then secondly, um, you know, if they do move on or we move some of the, of the squad players out, you know, positional-wise, what, what, where do you think we need cover and, and any names to throw into the hat? So I think lone players that will probably feature, I think you probably are looking at, or, or sorry, players are out on loan that are coming back. I think you could, Odin Bailey has, has got to be in and around that squad. Um I'm going to throw Seds in as well. Even I mean, I guess that depends if they offer him a new contract because I think his contract's up this summer. I think for Seddon. So if they do, he needs to stay in and around Charlie Lakin maybe because I know that he's been well thought of north of the border. He's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, I would keep them in and around the squad. Um, I would probably send out the likes of Miller, Sturk, um, Nico Gordon as well because I think that it's great that they've been in the first team. But, you know, the championship is a tough division. You know, Jude was incredibly lucky that he played as well as he did and, and could manage it. 
I think some of them maybe need that experience regularly in the lower leagues, you know, similar to what we've done with other players. Um, so I think a few of those, I, th- I would say those three definitely, if not others. Um, I think, like I said earlier, I think Truman should probably be moved on now. I mean, he's not exactly a a youngster anymore. I don't think he's, he says at 32 and the, the kids were 24, 25. Um, <laughs> but he's not, do you know what I mean? He's not necessarily a young talent that he maybe was two, three, four years ago. Yeah. And I think, he, I just don't think he's done enough in the opportunities he's had, unfortunately. I like him. He's, he's a really nice guy, but... Just thinking, it's his time to go. Yeah. I'd keep Zach around either as a second or third keeper, um, and then maybe bring in if Prieto does go, bring in a third. Um, but I'd probably look at um, possibly another experienced keeper. I don't mean like yeah. properly experienced. Not bring back you know. Lee. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Get him back now. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Swindon fans would be glad to see the back of him, to be honest. I've seen some of his keeping down there, and wow, our fans would have had a field day with it. Um, but yeah, I think it needs to be almost like a, I don't know, <laughs> almost like a campy, but maybe not him, maybe someone yeah. else. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the uh, the dissing is for campy. I think he's a wonderful <laughs> goalkeeper. He has his moments, <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I think, obviously, we, we've mentioned, I think we need to get, for me, I think we need to get an all-round striker um, who can do a little bit of everything. I think we've got two very distinctive types at the moment. You've got the yeah. tall men and you've got, well, effectively Hogan, if we're not counting Leko. We need someone who can do it all, I think, you know. Um, so I think there, we need creativity in the team as well. Um, yeah. It's great that we've got a fairly solid base. You know, we, we, we're quite content with our, I guess, midfield Rottweilers. But... Um, we need that creativity to, to for that spark, which is something I think we've lacked. You know, Halilovic has been great. Sanchez and Bella have been great, but we need a bit more to push them yeah. for their places, if nothing else. Yeah. I would probably get Harper back as well. I was going to say, I, I, I don't know, I've probably gnaws the hell out of everybody <laughs> banging on about him, but I, I just, just from the first couple of appearances when he started, which, which I think ironically were under Karanka, there was a there was definitely a galvanizing force there, somebody that could really take the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. Um I, I I said a couple of weeks ago, I think the reason he hasn't got a he hasn't got a run is because Bowie is looking at the players that he's got on contract and and you know he's com- he's committed to them first. And I, I get the logic, but I think with Harper now, given the Albion are coming down, I think it just makes it a little bit of an easier. I think an easier conversation because they're going to shed players. Who knows who their manager's going to be? Because I can't see Big Sam staying. Um, and then it's sort I of... won't stay. Uh, but, but then his conversation with Albion is, am I going to get Am I going to get a game? And if yeah. I'm not going to get a game, then at least with, with Blues, I think Bowie, well, I know Bowie will have said to him, y- yes or no. Yeah, I think I think you'll have had that conversation. So 100%. I think we'll find out pretty quick. I'd I'd like to see him. I would like to see him in the club. Um, I think he's shown enough. I think he's done enough. Um, and, and that that two of Gardner and Sunjic, I, I I don't think that. I, I mean, of course, the benchmark for me is always going to be can we get into the top six? And I know that's fanciful, but you've got to start somewhere. And you look at the run we've been on, you roll that out across the season, we're not going to be a million miles away. But, you know, just trying to be realistic. But if that if that really is the game plan 
and the objective to try and get in and around that top six. I don't think you do it with those two in the middle of the park. I just don't think you're going to break sides down. Um, I think they probably warrant a start against certain teams, but there's just creativity. There's there's just not. There's a lot of drive. You can't you can't knock the the enthusiasm, but I just think you know we come up against a lot of sides this season that have got some really really talented centre midfielders, and we it just yeah I just we watch I just watch with envy. I really do. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And, and Tom, what do you think about um, McGree? I mean, I know he's off to MLS and whatever. Any any, any news or any thoughts? Well, sorry I disappeared for a second there, by the way. I just had the worst cramp I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> um, that's because I've been playing football for the majority of the day. But, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, McGree... Obviously, Charlotte don't actually start until 2022. So, um, okay. I didn't know know that. I I don't think there is any harm whatsoever in either bringing him back on a season long loan or even half a season. Oh, good news. I didn't know that. So, it would make sense for us to renew that deal. And I think he'd be inclined to do it um, until at least Charlotte are underway, Um, which, to be honest, I I don't, I reckon we could get another season out of him, to be honest. Um, So, if we can bring Um, him. So we'll, we'll 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 see on that one. Did um, I disconnect for a second there? You, 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 yeah, you, sort you of, did. Of, sorry. To be fair, you made more sense frozen than you did when you're unfrozen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying. I, th- I don't think there's any harm in bringing McGree in for a year. Um, to be honest, uh, I think Charlotte would agree to it. I think he'd be okay with it. Uh, definitely be one I'd be willing to see. Yeah, uh, and it, and, it, and I think it's that. If you've got him on the left-hand side, which I think, you know, I don't know if we stumbled across that, but I, I actually like him there. I think if you've got him on the left, because of his industry, you can then be a little bit more creative in the middle of the park. Whereas yeah. if you've got Bella left, you're sort of, yeah. you're sort of tied to a Sunjic Gardner scenario. So I think he, I think he solves a few problems. Um, Carl, just, just thoughts around how we sort of square the circle. How does he get the best out of him? I think it's just got to give him give him time, give him chances. I think, you know, his confidence was clearly shot under Karanka. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that that takes time to rebuild. You know, I mean, you look at Juki, for example, um, and how resilient Juki is. And, okay, he's probably responded the quickest under Boya. But look how badly he was, badly utilised he was. And I think where his confidence was going into Christmas and stuff. So, you know, Leko's come back from an ACL. Yeah, I say we, we give him. I'd say probably give him a chance till January, and then um, then I guess we'd have to reassess there. And Bo would have to make his own mind up. You know, he knows the lad. He obviously believes in him and wants him to do well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's definitely a player there. Bo, you just need to kind of I don't know. He needs his confidence from somewhere. And if that's bagging six goals in preseason against a local team, then so be it. You know. Yeah. But I think that's it. And I think. Remember Che until he had that. Although Che scored and assisted until he had that big season, he didn't really do no, a no. whole lot. His no. biggest tally was six, I think. So. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's six more than Leco, but we put up. Well, I say put up with him, but <laughs> brutal, you know. absolutely brutal. <laughs> um, but like, it's not set in the world light. And then he finally hit that form in that season, and he was off. And I very much think that Leco will be in that form once he's hit one. He'll get. He'll think. Fucker can actually do this. The word and uh, there. kick on. With- yeah, exactly that. I mean, I, I t- this is an absolute. This is a fact. 
I've scored more at St Andrews. So when I was a mascot wow. in 90, when I was a mascot in 1984, I notched a penalty against Seaman. So there you go. Um, nice. So um, yeah, I mean, horrific. But anyway, um, but yeah, Tom, to use your phrase, is there a player in there for you? Um, yes, a hundred percent. You know, this is somebody who was. He was given the award of Golden Boy of the Year at youth level, um, which is... Was that very... for football or was that a boy band? <laughs> <laughs> I hope for football, but, uh, you know, it's a prestigious award um, <laughs> for a young kid. Um, and we've we've seen shades of what he can be at Charlton. And I just think he needs a proper pre-season under his belt. Yeah. Uh, needs a fresh start, more confidence. And, you know... You, you mentioned Juki, um, you know, how he's been able to pick himself up quite quickly. You know, he's he's a much more experienced player. And I think Leko can learn from someone like Juki, not his style, um, but the way he deals with confidence and how he goes into every game and yeah. how he takes on a, a new season. You know, you need that. So I think if we can if we can just get as many people around Leko to support him, then I do think he can become something special next season. Um I think it's it's a bit like Cosgrove, a bit more of a long term project. Um but I think we just need to get the best out of them that we can right now. And if that if that's not enough, then there are strikers we can look at. One striker I wouldn't mind us looking at um if QPR keep Lyndon Dykes would be somebody like Macaulay Bon, uh, who's previously worked with um, Lee Bowyer at Charlton. And I've seen Macaulay Bon live quite a few times at Leighton Orient. Um, clinical finisher if he's given the right service. Um, and I don't think he'd be massively expensive. I don't think he'd be cheap either. But I just think he'd be a decent a decent little finisher for Blues that could partner well with someone like Juki, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I know... Um... Uh, some 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 I don't know some other other channel that that talk about blues every now and again I had a bit of a dig when I said about Deeney I'm going to put it out there again I think if he's ever going to come you know they've got promoted is he going to get any time in the prem don't know don't know um, feels like maybe his his sort of time is up it will obviously come down to wages and everybody said about the pressure of joining blues. I think it was, yeah, maybe a bit of a pipe dream under Karanka, but with Boya and what he stands for and what he is, who knows? Who knows? Um, but I'm with you. I know he is that all-rounder, isn't he? You know, he, he's, he's not, in inverted commas, prolific. He gets his, he gets enough, but he's an absolute menace. And, uh, yeah, I think all Blues fans just hold out some hope that he does he does come home. But um, that would be one for me. But But outside of that, as I said, you know, the one that I really like, and I, I don't know where I don't know where it came from, but I've mentioned it not on here, but with with my lads. Just look, Adam Reach from from Wednesday. Yeah, I, I think, I think left hand left hand side. If if McGree doesn't um, if he doesn't sort of sign on loan, he, he's yeah he's he's a, he's a lump. He's quick. He, he's just he's just got it. I, I like him. Um, he's a threat. Uh, it wouldn't and he, surprise me if he went back to somewhere like Borough though. Yeah, well, I, 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 he's, he's absolutely, you know, that that proven quality championship player. There's no doubt about that. Um, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe somebody like that coming in. But but then it's for Boya. Do as I'll put that out there. So 
let's say, I mean, I, I don't know which one of you said, you know, he got, he got 20 players to, that he was going to say, right, that's my nucleus. That's what I'm going to focus on. They're playing. That I'm, I'm all in on those 20. Now, obviously, the, 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 the shining stars for us, and we've, we've talked about it a lot over, over the last, well, five months, you know, Sanchez, Bella, friend, think we're probably three of the better players under Karanka. Bella's hardly played. Friend hasn't played at all, really. And Sanchez got a little bit of a run towards the end of the, you know, the last few games in that in that sequence. So, do, do you think any of those will be moved on? Do, do no. you see a future for for those? I've, I've seen I've seen people say that oh Sanchez and Bella might go. I've seen people make videos on it. I I don't I don't think no. it'll go at all because. You know, Lee Boyer, we've said it before, he's different to other managers we've had. We actually have a plan B for once. And Sanchez and Bella are crucial in that plan B than what we've played this season. We can't know that Lee Boyer is going to stick to this system. Uh, He may change it up in pre-season. He may try a bit more of an advanced way that he wants to try, that he believes could improve us, which will involve wingers. Because naturally, he's never actually been a man that's consistently played five at the back. Um, I believe he only ever actually started doing it halfway through his championship season under Charlton. He has been a man that's liked wingers, um, but he just had fullbacks that were better than the wingers at Charlton. So he was used to the system. So I think if he gets used to wingers and players like Bella and Sanchez, he may find that he wants to change it up just to fit them in because they are such good players on their day. So no, I don't think it's the end for them. Um, maybe for other players but I don't I don't think it will be for those two in particular friend I think he's a good one to keep in the squad though and I think yeah. you're all will see that and he's a great he'd be a great bench player I think he can still make it in this first team you know I still think he's a decent central defender from what we saw earlier on in the mm-hmm. season we were a better side when he was in it so yeah uh, I, I, th- I think in that three I think he's um yeah I mean Pedersen has been exceptional, you know. I think he's been. I mean, they've all been very good, but I think he's really stepped up since Bowie's come in. Um, and yeah, but that sort of left left hand side of the three, if he starts to drop off at, at any point, then at least you've got you know friend that can come in and he's not really going to be exposed for his pace because naturally they're just lying a little bit deeper as that three and cover on the on the flanks. So exactly. yeah, I mean, I. I I suppose the other thing is obviously uh, Clark Salter's going to probably move on, I would imagine. So it's a shame that didn't work out really the second yeah. time. Right? Yeah, I, I, um, I, I just didn't see a staying up without him being in the team. So again, I was wrong. Um, but we're going to need cover because if he's out, that leaves you with friend who's not getting the younger. I think and... we will look to bring in a centre back. Yeah, a first yeah. team centre back, whether yeah. that's the partner Mark Roberts or Harley Dean. Yeah, uh, but I, I just think I'm a big believer in you know if it's not broke, no, don't fix it. And I think we we've struck on something there with yeah. I think I think the, if McGree if McGree signs, I do like the McGree left, Colam right, and the the usual three behind them. I think that's that's proven. It's then what? How how brave are you with the? Pedersen's not a natural centre back either. Sorry, Pedersen. No, he's not. not. No, he's, he's not. not. No, but I think he. 
he certainly adapted enough and showed enough yeah. to say, okay, well, as that sort of five, for me, the critical point is the two in the middle at that point, because you're not going to get, McGree's quite dynamic going forward and, and Colin, when he goes forward, he, you know, he, I think we've said he can get caught. I don't, I don't, he's not quite honed in on that, that, that sort of wing back role. But I think if we can maybe take a punt on a, a sort of a Gardner Harper and a Halilovic in it as a bit of a three, I, I just think, we, yeah, it's got scope. Um, and you never know, after his bloody cameo, San Jose is going to be maybe having something to say. Who knows? And that's the beauty of this. It just depends whether he'll want to be a bench player. Yeah, it, well, it depends whether he is going to be a bench player. Yeah. You know, and, the, and, I've, and I'm a big believer, of, certainly with Lee Clark, sorry, Lee Clark, with uh, Lee Bowyer. You know, it's just a huge preseason. I think, I, I, you know, I yeah. think it's, you know, he's he's seen the players, they've done a job for him, but I, I think he's going to say, right, that was then, this is now. Don't, don't, we don't, we're not going to dine out on eight games last season. And I think we're going to be much the better for that. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. One player who I think we might see released, um, which I think might be a shame considering he's had such a good season over at Ross County, in fairness, is mm. Charlie Lakin. Yeah. He's probably been their player of the season. Um, he's been he's just been fantastic for him. I think this is the loan spell Charlie Lakin's needed because he's not had a loan spell yet, whereas some of the other youngsters have yeah. already. Um I do think we'll probably end up releasing him, but he showed glimpses of that he could make it. But in fairness, in pre-season, I thought he was good under Karanka and Charlie Lakin said himself he was surprised he was sent out on loan because he thought he had a good pre-season and so did I. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised. So I'd, I'd like to see him given one more chance, but I don't think he will be. Same for Dakris Cogley as well. I don't. I, I think this might be his time over as well, unfortunately for him. Um, Bajrami, same. Uh, and he's been fantastic for the under-23s recently. So I hope Boya considers these names and really looks at them. Same for Dan Crowley as well. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I forgot about Crowley. Right. I, There's I a think lot of fringe players that need evaluating. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that is a hell of a shout, man. I can't believe I forgot about him. <laughs> I think my heart was broken when he was loaned out. Um, yeah. I, I, I just, when we signed him, I thought, right, that's exactly what we need. Um can you have a Lilovic and Crowley in the same side? Probably not. Um, but Lilovic's yeah. injury woes. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get that, but yeah, I, I just think they're. He, he's a bit, yeah. I mean, Crowley for me, he's not not quite at the races when you when you chuck the Croatian into the mix. I mean, it, I think he, if he stays fit, it, it could be anything. Um, so, but but no, I mean, he's obviously played an integral part in the in the whole sort of promotion. Um, he's probably I'd put him in the in the mix with with Odin Bailey just from a it would be I think probably remiss of Bowie not to have a look even if in the back of his mind he's thinking maybe and you know yeah he's, he's going to want to bring some of his own players in whatever that looks like I mean I can't believe he's not going to bring in at least two he's, I just don't see that it's I just, think it's we'll just... make three or four signings this summer yeah, yeah. um and, and I think, you know, that the, the, the centre half, I'm with you 100%. I think if Dagus Cogley moves out, we're a little bit exposed at full back because I can't, I can't imagine we're going to keep hold of Valerie, to be honest. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't think so. Great song, terrible footballer. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I think that th- there's just cover elements to what he's got to do. As we said, that, that centre-forward, 100%, we need to do that. Um, and then it's whether if he doesn't sign Harper, then I think there'll be a centre-mid that's going to have to come in from somewhere. Um, but a, a part of me, as long as it's not somebody we really rate, and I don't think he'll do it, I don't really mind who he moves on just to bring... I'd like to see him bring his own players in to see what that looks like. I'd like us to sign Jake Forster-Cascade. That is... A player in League One who I quite like, Charlton central midfielder, has shown glimpses throughout his career that he's ready for the championship. I think now would be the perfect time to bring someone like Forster Kasky to Blues. Um, and Bayer likes him, so that would be one of my shouts. And and then, you know, the other thing is, I mean, you, you look at the lad um, from Cardiff who's <laughs> the hat trick from, I mean, my God, the first goal was insane, wasn't it? Harry Wilson, um, yeah. Uh, and you, you never know. It's been a while since we've landed on a lone player of that quality that's playing for a real top, top team that's in and around the edges but needs to play, needs to be loaned out. Oh, he's got the gift of the gab. Well, he, but he's also got the connections. You know, he, I, I, I think, yeah, um, I, I, yeah I, I wouldn't surprise me to see that. Um, and you look what, you know, the, the shithouses up the road did when they got promoted. I mean, they've got, you know... Twenty-five million pound striker on loan, and you know if they didn't have Tammy Abraham, they wouldn't have gone up. So, you know, it, it, it's it's some it's a card I think we need to play. Um, play Gale. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, he's yeah. We broke the bank last time trying. <laughs> I, I, I I mean, I, I just. I just think yeah. What, what did we try? But well, allegedly it was about ten million. I was, no, I think we offered about twenty in the end. You know. We were looking at possibly twenty million pounds for Dwight Gale and willing to match his wages, but uh, Newcastle wanted twenty-five. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! At least I think it was that. It could have been fifteen, but I'm. Pr- I've got this feeling that it was around that mark, though. <laughs> and 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 we can't. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> yeah, we, and we can't put a stand together. Interesting. Um, um, but but yeah, I I, I don't. I don't want to see that. I think we've been down that route of just, I don't think Bowie would do it, to be fair. I, I think there's, you look at Barnsley, for me, that I mean, what, what a job that guy's done. And I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it. I, I don't think Swansea are up to much. Brentford and Bournemouth are on cold. I mean, the thing with Brentford, they've got dynamite up front. But um, I think Barnsley could be, they could go in and do it. And, and, and I, I have all of them, I hope they do. Because they were, well, they were gone last season, weren't they? They were finished. And then yeah. they made their miracle recovery. So, and it does, it gives everybody hope. Um, if Barnsley can do it, why can't we? Simple Max. as that. Yeah, it is exactly. Simple as that. So, whilst, you know, we'd get slated by, you know, the, the brain downers down the road, but the reality is that. I'm a big believer in momentum and okay, the last two games, let, let's just put that as a little side project. But if you ignore that, then the, I think they the have to be talking about that sort of top 10 and then see where we go from there. I, I genuinely don't see any reason why, why we shouldn't do that. So, but I think if we do, we're going to have to have some uh, standout performances, which is a decent segue. So, um, Tom, thoughts on? Um, we were not going to do it now because we're doing it for a, a, another pod. So, um, 
do you think player of the season, the various categories we're going to pull together is going to be a tough one this year? Yeah, I think there's a few candidates. Um, and it'll be interesting when we do our uh, our Blues Focus end of season awards podcast. Um, should certainly be a good reflection towards the end anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I, I voted my player of the season. And if we just ignore the Cardiff game at home, then I think overall he had a decent season. Um, and that was Mark Roberts. And I think if there was a most improved player award, I'd give it to him instead and then maybe choose somebody else for player of the season. But just, I think I just went for him just based on how much he's improved. Yeah. Um, so Mark Roberts is definitely a contender for me, but there are other ones out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and Carl, who, who would you be on your shortlist? Um, probably Max, to be honest. Uh, I think Max and Conan has been fantastic. I think he's basically done everything asked of him by both regimes this season. Um, and while he's had, well, I guess all of our team have had shaky moments, I guess, to, mm. to put it lightly. I think he's been one of these players who is just quietly consistent. He is um, consistent, yeah. You know, he doesn't ever, I mean, you think about our televised games, he doesn't really get mentioned for man of the match. He just goes about his work, gets on with it. He's formed some great partnerships down that right. And I think that we would be in a lot worse place if we didn't have him. Yeah. Um, so he, I think, I think I actually did a vote for him as well, um, to be honest with you. But yeah, he, he'd be on my shortlist for it. Um, and I guess, obviously, Harley's got to be in the argument for that as well. Harley, Juki, take your pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, John, John won't say it. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think Colin's a great shout. A great shout. Um, in a season that has been... Well, three quarters horrific, one quarter amazing. He, he, I'm with you, mate. I, I just think he's been just a solid, and I know this is boring, but he's a solid seven off, eight out of ten every single week. You know, you know what he's going to give you. Uh, I think going forward, he's been absolutely tremendous at times. I think we've been a bit exposed at the back after because of that. I think I'm probably not helped out by Sanchez being a smidge lightweight going the other way. Um, He's improving though, to be fair, Sanchez. Yeah, and I, I, I want Sanchez. I, I want San- Sanchez in the club, hundred percent. I, I, I like him. I think his dead ball delivery is as good as we've had for a long time. So, yeah. I, I, but as far as the, the, the player that would that stands out, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to pick the same player, but uh, Colin for me is is gonna. I've always liked him ever since he joined the club. Um, yeah. They're just glimpses of, of from certain players um, that I've really liked, uh, but you certainly couldn't award them for that sort of over the course of the season. But I've I've loved loved watching Halilovic. I've I've really liked bits of McGree. Um, really like in in quite a turgid, horrible season when you see something that's really gives you a bit of confidence and a bit of belief. Then um, yeah, you, you can't go too too far wrong with those. Um, and you know, I, I can't give it Dean because he was he was so awful for so long. And, and as much as he was great for the eight games, nine games, which he was, uh, you know, it's not an eight or you know, if it was an eight or nine game season, we'd be in the Premier League. So yeah. it ain't that. <laughs> so I'm not having it. Um, Pedersen as well, he's, he's worthy of a shout. He's been pretty much there. It dropped off a bit when Frank came in, but he's been okay. Um, I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't grumble at Sanchez. To be honest, I wouldn't grumble at Sanchez. 
he's given it he's given us a bit of bit of uh something to smile about so but i guess the, the most important people are the people listening and, and viewing this so get your we'll, we'll have some sort of voting mechanism or something that brighter people that me can put on social media and uh, i'm sure we can get some categories obviously biggest shit house is going to be in there um, <laughs> the, the, the the trademark dream pick of the season yeah there'll there'll be a bit of fun to, to go at um but no, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, every every minute of it. So, um, Tom, thank you very much for everything, all your contributions since we've been doing this. It's been an absolute yeah, joy. And uh, the People's Champion, the Light Edition, thanks for uh, thanks for coming into the fold, Carl. Re- really enjoyed your insight. Um, it, it's been it's been really good. So th- thank you very much for that. Yeah, cheers, lads. It's been a, it's been a good laugh and sometimes nearly tears, but uh, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and, you know, I think we've got more to come. We've got some players that we'll be interviewing, looking to get some words from people behind the scenes at Blues before the start of the season, which hopefully gives a few insights into season tickets, whether the grounds actually, I don't know, if any stands are there when we get there, when the the new season starts, pre-season tour, the whole bag, uh, and then obviously we'll do our awards, uh, I would say, in the next sort of week to 10 days. So uh, I think from all of us, we massively appreciate all the comments, all the feedback, uh, even the negative ones. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, unless you're a Villa shithouse, obviously. <laughs> um, but no, you know, we, it's grown massively. Audience has grown. You know, we are going to keep doing this. Uh, and we're really looking forward to a positive start to next season. Uh, so, yeah, keep your eyes out for the uh, player awards. Uh, but between now and then, stay safe and keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.